Welcome back to the Buckeye Boom Podcast. It's your boy Antonio. And it's the guy CT. What's up, y'all? What's going on, man? How you doing this week, man? It's Monday. Um, feeling real good resting today on this holiday. <laughs> yep, on this holiday. <laughs> we'll leave it alone for what it's called and what it's known for. Hey, we'll take what we can get as government yes, employees. So, hey, man, it is what it is. Uh, today's format, a little bit different. We'll just do, you know, our, our reaction video. And a lot went on this weekend in college football. Oh, so, man, it was crazy. Yeah, so we'll touch base on that a little bit as well. So, that being said, man, Buckeyes take care of business with Maryland, 66-17, uh, to 17, man. So, what's your thoughts immediately? Man, I was surprised, for real. I, the offense was humming, like – after that first drive, they didn't really have a punt until um, I think late in the second second half when Kyle McCord or no Jack Miller got in the game. One of those mm-hmm. one of those two got in the game. That's when they had a, had their first punt. They were scoring mm-hmm. on every drive. They, they looked great. T.J. Stroud looked confident. Olave and Wilson was making plays. Jack Smith and Jigba was out there balling. It was beautiful. I feel the need for some reason to say this each and every week, but. There is zero quarterback controversy. None. <laughs> None. I, I don't. I feel like I need to say this every single week. Um, and it's time for me to start apologizing to you, sir. <laughs> starting to see our offensive player of the year in the Big Ten. Yeah. Lo and behold, CJ I mean, Stroud is. It could be him, or it could be Trey. Or Trey, you know, it's not going to be Trey. And here's the reason why: I think teams are going to do what Maryland did and sell out to stop the they run. They were early. selling all the way out. Um, and it kind of worked for Minnesota a little bit. Mm-hmm. So think about it if it's a, a Michigan or maybe a Penn State who has a solid defense who's not going to leave guys jumping out of parachutes, right. out of airplanes, as Mike Lotsky said, <laughs> leave with our receivers wide open. And here's the other thing, man. With November comes weather. Yes. And, again, you know, I look back at Penn State a couple years, well, a few years back, the rain, the weather. Mm-hmm. Michigan State, the rain, the weather. Uh, we're blowing out Penn State a couple years back. The rain gets in, and we fumble back-to-back possessions. It's like oh, ridiculous. To me, that's like the only thing that can slow down this offense within the Big Ten, like realistically. Right. So, so that's the only reason why I think there may be struggles with Trayvon Henderson because for whatever reason, we couldn't open up lanes for him to run against Maryland. But they were so like they were really so like I mean everybody was up. up. On yeah. the line. It was crazy. So if you see that being effective in your Penn State of Michigan, you're not mm-hmm. going to try the same thing? I mean, I would get burnt. If you, if you I mean, get burnt toast off But I, I guess I'm talking about the what-if factor, like if weather is in play. Right, right, right. True. Because if weather is in play, I'm more than willing to go ahead and put my guys on the islands mm-hmm. because I'm going to bet on somebody slipping or something like that. Yeah. Rouse not being as crisp. I don't know. But that's neither here nor there. We're focused on, on Maryland and our offense. Oh, my gosh. Ryan Day is in such a groove with his play calling. Yes. It's really kind of ridiculous right now. That play um, where they had a um they had somebody come behind the line cross. Oh TJ faked it to him. And then a lot of it was wide open in the middle. I'm like, bro, that was beautiful. They talked that about crazy. that. So they're like, you look at this offense and you really got like a three-level type of deal here. Mm-hmm. Like to what off Ohio State is. It was an end-around fake to Garrett Wilson. Yes. If you've watched Ohio State football for the last two years, you know that's an effective play for us. Oh, yes. Then Travion Henderson has been balling lately. 
So you're like, okay, they're faking the end around to him and giving him to Travion. No, sir. It's a no. fake, it's faking to Garrett Wilson, and we're faking to Travion. Yes. And salute to the offensive line because now we're able to hit Chris Olave. Deep. Like, how do you stop that? Again, that was that was beautiful. You, play. you have to bring pressure. Uh, you really have to bring pressure. Because if you're a defensive player and you see that, mm-hmm. I mean, immediately your eyes are going to have to jump to something. Are you going to be patient enough to go through all those reads, all those keys? I mean, I don't know if you are. That was a lot. Too many weapons. Too many weapons to pick. Too many weapons, man. So really happy with what Ryan Day is doing. Um, he, like, I really feel like what he was asking CJ to do week one and week two a little bit was just – I don't know, man. Yeah, CJ's arm is feeling better. He's getting more comfortable. But yeah. I feel like Day still is calling things that are helping his quarterback to giggle. Right. That too. I I think CJ was like he seemed a little nervous and scared those first few weeks. Like he was too jittery. Yeah. He's I mean, calling down Justin a bit. Fields. I can yeah, see that. Right. Right. And this quarterback quote unquote controversy. I can see mm-hmm. that. But um, that being said, man, um, as good as the offense looks. I have two questions for you. First, are you concerned with Thayer Mumford getting hurt and having to leave the game again? Oh, did he? I mean, it, I missed yeah. that part. Yeah, that's oh, the reason wow. why Matthew Jones came in the game. It wasn't anything major. Right. Mumford came back in, but still, he's still getting nicked up here and there. Any Matt, concerns there? Um, A little bit, but Matt Jones played well last week and played, this week. Played so well. Played I'm not well. Too, too concerned. But I will see Mumford back in there because he's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. So, do you think though? And and I'm gonna caveat that. Do you think Matthew Jones is better in that guard spot than what Thumford is? Mm. He might be because he's more natural at that guard spot. And, and you know, Mumford is a tackle for real. Yeah. And I was well. There's nobody in the Big Ten I'm scared of their pass rush. So I don't <gasps> know. I don't know. Nobody maybe, in the Big Ten? Maybe Indiana. Indiana coming up with with, with those uh, blitz they schemes. They've got Taiwan Mullen and those crazy so blitz you're schemes. Re- you're really not worried about Team Up North for there? You not don't think Aiden really. Hutchinson? Aiden Hutchinson's getting after it, man. Aiden Hutchinson, we've seen him in the past two years, or we've seen him last year because they canceled the game. But be before that, I'm like, this kid is a lot of talk. <laughs> he ain't saying much this year. He just oh, he's he, oh, he been talking. He's been talking. Every, this year, every quote I see, he's, he's like, "Oh, yo, we're coming for it all. It's wow. it's our year." I'm like, "Okay, okay, okay." It's always him talking we'll, though. What year is he? Is he a senior? I think he's a. Um, he might be a senior or junior. Okay, okay. But but yeah. I, I seen he was in some mock drafts. People were saying he's like one of the best players in the draft. I'm like, okay, we'll see about that. But yeah, <laughs> he's playing well, man. He's, he's he he looks like. I, I hate to say it, but he looks like Joey Bosa, not in how he plays. <laughs> I was about to say, what? Only because he wears 97. Yeah, it's okay. Long. It's the number. And, it's yeah, that's, that's really it. <laughs> He's not dominant like that. But anywho, um, my next question, are you concerned at all? I know they were selling out to stop the run. Are you concerned at all against Indiana, Michigan State, uh, Michigan, Penn State, about us being able to open lanes for Travion? Not really, because I think if they do sell out, like because Penn State and Michigan, they can't always sell out because they they already know Olave is going to burn them. They there's a, they've Olave's got good there. they've got good secondary play this year, specifically Penn State. Penn State, I would say kind of because they really have played nobody that could beat them deep. Nobody yet that could beat them okay. deep. So they haven't really been tested. I mean, they got good names like Joy Porter Jr. I think is uh, back there. For them, but um, they haven't been tested yet because Iowa, you know, I was Iowa and okay. Wisconsin sucks and Auburn sucks. 
So they ain't been tested just yet through okay. the air. Okay. So I think Olave and Wilson and you know JSN could all you know get them. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and move to the defense, man. So are you are you happy with where things seem to be progressing? Mm-hmm. Are we again? This is another week where we're like, okay, we're looking better, but this is Maryland. Like, what are right. your what's your thoughts there? The defense look they're getting there. They're really getting there. You know, they're progressing every week, but you know they always have at least one drive or one play where uh, they kind of mess up or give it up because I've seen that the, that's that first you no know, the the drive where they had uh, Maryland scored a touchdown. They kind of messed up on on that drive, and then the, you know second half was some subs in that caused the the big play for Raheem Jarrett, but they're getting there. They're looking decent every week. And this was, a, I think it was a good test because this might be the best quarterback they might face in the big 10 right now. Yeah, I agree with that. So that was a good test for the defense this year or this game. And they, they, they play well. Oh, and the pressure pressure was there this week. Four man pressure, pressure was, there. was there. It was really, it was really, I was happy to see that. Yeah. So I'm pressure like, was there. It's, it's a few more steps. We're going to be there. So do you think, um, it, what's wrong with Tua, man? Like, first off, that very first possession, they should have had six. Yeah, I mean, that, he just overthrew the ball. Man, but aside was... from that, like, he got sacked five times. Right. Like, and it was just, I don't know, man. I guess I expected a little bit more. I get, I like know he, missing his best receiver probably hurt him a little bit, but. And Raheem Jarrett, like, where was he? They were blanking in. Granted, he had a nice, he had a nice little run. Mm-hmm. You know, catching all that, but you know what? He probably saw a double team, which he probably doesn't yep. see since the best receiver is out. So you're exactly. right. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, thoughts on the linebacking court? Still, Chambers, man, I love this kid at linebacker. Like, we're, like, why didn't this happen two, three years ago? Two years shoots ago, out. it just shoots out at you, man. He's so fast out there. Mm-hmm. Like, he has to play more. He has to. I agree. Um, so I heard somebody say they. Some right, they they think that uh, Cody Simon is the best linebacker in that group right now, which I thought was really mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I can see him being better than Taraj, I guess. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I'm not that high on him. I don't know for whatever reason. Like, is he that much better than Still Chambers? I see. I think he just probably knows where to go more than Still Chambers. Still okay. Chambers is better at reacting, reading, and reacting. Uh, That's the Balls there. I'll go see the ball. But I think Cody Simon knows where where's got to be in before the play even happens. So. Yeah. Yeah. It once, but once still gets to that point, like you know, knowing the defense and knowing what yeah. to do, he's going to be the best linebacker. Obviously, he's so fast, so fast. I agree. Um, I think when we go out to the the DB situation, you know, Cam Brown got hurt early. Mm-hmm. Good thing we've got you know the bye week. Uh, Denzel Burke is still Denzel Burke. Like I mean, yeah. you know, teams are going to test him, but they're not testing him that much anymore. At least it doesn't seem. On that play you mentioned, um, where uh, uh, what's his name, Talia. Uh, Mr. Wide Open Guy. That oh, they, they got him. Yeah, they that was him. a good play. My they God, got him. That was a good play he drew up right there because they, yeah. they, yeah. So that was the one time he slipped up for being a freshman, but yeah. No, they definitely got him there. Good. Absolutely. Uh, now with the safety groups, Ronnie Hickman is going to be Ronnie Hickman. Oh, man, he's nice. I think, I, I don't know if we, we you know, recognize Hickman if Josh Proctor doesn't end up getting hurt. Man. Know? Man, say we have Proctor and Hickman. Listen, back stop. There. I did oh, that earlier today. You're talking about next year. I did that wow. earlier today. I did that earlier today. We can't get into that. Um, Bryson Shaw. Yeah. Bryson Shaw wasn't terribly out of position. Uh, Cam Martinez didn't play as much today. Right. At least we didn't call his name that much. So Exactly. I think I heard him a couple of times on, on the radio. 
Yeah. But, so, yeah. but all in all, man, I, I'm pleased with where the defense is heading. Um, I think if I go back and look at the schedule, I wish we played Michigan State before we played Penn State because supposedly Michigan State has a solid offense, and so that could be something to test us before we play Penn State. But either which way, how yes, you look yes, at yes. it, yeah. However you look at it, we're starting to click a little bit, and that is encouraging to see. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever Matt Barnes is doing, it's working. I don't know what Kerry Coombs did to get the game ball, but, hey, they gave him the game ball. Right. It sounds like the natural thing now for the coaches is um, Larry Johnson and Matt Barnes put the game plan together, and then Matt Barnes calls the plays, and then Kerry Coombs is the eyes upstairs. So here's my question to you. You know, trying to find a negative or something was going on. What exactly is Al Washington doing? Because we gave him a huge pay raise and he's going to have more input on this defense. What the heck is he doing? I think he's there to recruit. Like, I think he relates well to, to young kids and he gets them on campus and he gets them locked in and okay. loaded. Okay. So I think he's right. mainly a recruiter. Because I, I don't know what he's doing with linebackers. Like, I don't see any progression on, on the field, but I know you'd be recruiting good. But That's, I mean, I feel you, but we'll see. Recruiting is good, but we can't develop it, man. Exactly. I can't believe Tennessee was going to hire him as a defensive coordinator. I think they, I think they saw his, saw his recruiting because, like, he almost had Zach Zach Harrison at Michigan. I'm like, he did. That would, that would have been a crazy pull if he'd pull that one yeah. off. But and he's got what two five stars coming in uh, with Hicks and uh, Powers now. Yeah. Or who he had I last mean, year? Oh, he I had Carico last year. He, 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 had, he had Reed Carico last year. Um. I don't remember who else he had last year, but I know I according remember. to last year, according to the two four seven, like he's walking. I think might have been top five or something like that. He was recruiters. up there in recruiting. Yeah. He was definitely up there in recruiting. So I don't know, man. So I guess my question to you is: the defense getting better or what? Our defense is getting much better. I mean, like we're seeing pressure from this rushing four now. Yeah. Jack Sawyer's looking good rushing. Yes, uh, JTT. Uh, Jack Sawyer's coming on. I'm liking Jack Sawyer. I mean, he got he got his first sack this weekend. Yeah, he was looking good. And who else was uh, Tyler Williams is also looking good he, as he, always. Yeah, he's going to look good. Yeah. So four man pressure is getting there. Hope um, Haskell is fine though. He yeah. Went out in that game. But they did say that injury is something he's been battling. So mm-hmm. you know maybe that'll be again the bye week. It's coming at a good time. Yeah. It's coming at a good time for the defense. Yeah. For the defense at least. Yeah. And if CJ, hey, if he needs a little bit more rest of his arm, cool. He got the bye week to. Mm-hmm. get together and take mental reps, do whatever he did last time. Um, and before we go to the next area, I want to ask you this, which I know you're thrilled about. Uh, Harry Miller was in the, at the end of the game. Yeah, messing that's up. real because that's where you, <laughs> you probably think he was. <laughs> and he was playing guard. I know you're thrilled about that, too. Yeah, because so, he can't snap the ball. I think Ryan Day knows that. We all, I mean, he was not recruited to be a center, though. He was recruited to be guard. Was he? I thought he could be center. No, he was recruited to be guard. Oh, wow. At least well, I thought. No, yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah. Because he had to slide over. That was the reason he, he had to slide over. Last year. <laughs> but but the funny thing is, did you hear who played center for that group, though? I did not. Kevin Wilson's son, Toby Wilson. I thought he was playing tight end when I heard that. He was playing center? What? He played oh, the center. I heard him say his name. I thought he was playing tight end. He wow. played center. Uh, Harry Miller was at guard. And the tackles were Josh Fryer. Uh, and the the mini kid or whatever. Oh, from Vavik or whatever from Hawaii or wherever. Oh, from. oh, Vamahi. Vamahi, there you go. Him, he was the other tackle. I don't know who's that right guard with that group, but yeah, that's real third string right there, man. 
That's right. So I know you're thrilled about that for Harry Miller. So he's, oh, <laughs> Harry was in the third string? Whoa, whoa. He was at the very end of the game. So maybe he played second string and third string. But he was in at the very end of the game. He was in there with Kyle McCord and with Jack Miller. So I don't know. The thing about – see, this is why my thing with Harry Miller is last year everybody on the beat was just on, like, just riding him like he was the best thing since sliced bread because he has great interviews. He talks – He's so profound or whatever he says. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's great and all. But the kid was trash on the field. I'm like, nobody's even. He was trash snapping the ball and blocking. Because <laughs> 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 once Matt Jones got in there, bro, we were. That's what it was different. It was a different. Yeah, Sermon was balling once Matt Jones got into the game. I can agree with that. Then we seen versus Clemson when when the Miller didn't play. Justin Fields was just deep, yeah. deep, deep. He had all the time in the world. I'm like, yeah. it was Harry, Harry Miller last year was clearly the weakest link of that line. That's fair. Nobody, and nobody wanted to say it because they, because they liked the kid. I'm like, come yeah. on, this be, we got to be honest. Well, Ohio State clears saw because yeah. – Right. Yeah, it's a wrap for him. All right, so let's move on. We got to wrap this up with special teams because Agbuka is getting closer going to break and it. closer and closer. He had a 67-yard return yesterday versus Maryland, yeah. amongst the other ones he had. Right. They were He's so going to break one soon, man. He's not the speedster I thought he was, but he seems to read holes very well. Mm-hmm. And because he's kind of short, I think he's probably six foot, I would say. Right. I know that he came in and he looks six foot. But he's six foot. He's compact. He gets through there. He breaks through arm tackles, man. My question to you is this. Does he return more than one kick in the game, in the, in the season? Does he return more than one kickoff? And then my second thing is, so the last time we had a kickoff return, it was in 2010 against the team up north. Mm-hmm. Does he wait to do it against the team up north? Because that would be a great opportunity to do it. Or do you think he just, you know, breaks one at some of the points up? I think he might break one against Penn State. Ooh, Halloween. Yeah, that weekend is probably a good one. Because next weekend, Indiana's kind of sound with their special teams in defense because their coaching is pretty good on that side of the ball. Yeah. So – I look for them to, you know, shut down all lanes there. But Penn State, they might be able to get got. I think. Okay. Okay. Hey, and the thing about thing about Ibuka, it's like they, he was a speedster in, in high school, but coming into college, he kind of, you know, kind of evens out a little bit. But he's still he's still fast. He's still fast. But as you said, he sees lanes like excellently. That's true. That's true. All right, I'll roll with it, man. So let's go ahead and switch to the national landscape, man. A lot of games man, were going on. A lot of Saturday games. Saturday was close. a crazy day. Unbelievable, man. Let's just start with Oklahoma and Texas. Like, I know man. on the podcast I said, yeah, Texas is going to win. But I text you. Right. I said, you know what? <laughs> Oklahoma's going to win. And you asked my why. I couldn't give you a why. I just – it was just a feeling that I had for whatever reason. Like, I thought things were going to click. Their offense still is not clicking. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Caleb Williams stole some arm punts up there. He is. A, but here's – he's got Baker in him, I'm telling you. He's just, just yeah, man. He, but he's got Baker in that he's trying to win. He's going right, to make right, the unconventional right. throws to try to get something going. Like, and Spencer Rattler, if that was my quarterback, at, oh, my gosh. No, yeah, First I of mean, all, we saw him on that show QB1. Yes. Like, he was, prick. oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was. And now you just look him on the sideline and just, hey. And, and I know I know what Lincoln Riley's doing. Like, yeah, you know, and he came back in. He made the most important play of the game. On the two-point conversion, I ain't trying to hear it. I ain't trying to hear it. You don't trust Caleb Williams throwing the ball right now. 
So you like exactly go do what you gotta do, scramble, run around, blah blah. Spencer Riley, two point play, throw two yard out. So it's cool. But side note about Lincoln Riley and their whole situation with the quarterbacks, Holly Rowe was asking to um interview Caleb Williams after the game. And Lincoln Riley shut her down and said, No, he's no 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 quarterbacks doing no interviews. So, like, if I was Caleb Williams, I'd be mad. Like, bro, I just had a big game versus our top rival, and this is my chance to get an NIL deal right now. Like, I can get so – That's a I'm, good point. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? That's a really good point. Trying to get some money out here. That's a really good point. I did not know that happened. Yes. Yeah, so the NIL situation, I would be pissed too. Yes. I'm like, Lincoln, you're going to need to guarantee me something. Exactly. Don't give me a car or some shoot. Don't you buy got that type of get money. Something. Yeah, for real. Um. So that being said, man, Bijan Williams, like some of the cuts that he makes, he made a spin move. A it only went for seven yards, but it was impressive, man. Stud. Stud. Oh my gosh. But um, were you surprised with how scoring it was? Uh no, because it's the Big 12. I was I was surprised Oklahoma scored that much because that's their offense looked bad all have all year, basically. They haven't been looking good at all on offense. But the Big 12, you know, is always a shootout. Over in the Big 12 because nobody plays any defense, but sexist stages blew it. This how do you be up 28 to 7 Man. at one point in the game? And then you're still up but, by like 14 in the fourth in the fourth quarter, and you still come back and lose. What? But that being said, it just had a weird like they couldn't score at that rate. Like you look right. at it, and the first touchdown was literally the first play of the game off a screen in which mm-hmm. it was two bad angles by the deep, and he's gone. So there's that. Um, and then the next play, I forgot what it was. It was, I don't know if it was interception or a kickoff. This, whatever it was, it was a short yeah. field. So you're looking at 14 points right there, and they had another easier touchdown the first half. So that's 21 of their 35, I think, they had at halftime. Just quick strikes. Yeah, quick strikes and stuff like that, shorter fields, all that. Mm-hmm. So then Oklahoma just kept going with it. They keep Spencer Rattler in, they might lose by four touchdowns. He was turning the ball over. Oh, my gosh. That Caleb Williams just came in. I mean, he didn't know no better. He was like, just like, hey, I'm just about you to go said, play. As you said, he was throwing up arm punts, but he wasn't turning the ball over. That's what the key That's true. He's not turning the ball over. That's true. Either my guy was going to make a play or not. Yep. Simple as that. So, um, yeah, man. So, Oklahoma wins. Playoff hope still alive. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's move on to Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. Huh. Um, I thought Notre Dame was going to lose this game. Me too. And this was even before they went in to play the game. So exactly. I was a little bit surprised by that. Um, but what is Notre Dame really really playing for? Because they need teams to lose twice before they can even get in. Yep. So because um, they have no uh championship game, conference championship nope. game to play in this year. No. Nope. Um they need chaos, basically. Uh-huh. So that being said, chaos. that being said, how many losses does Notre Dame end up with? I'm not sure on their schedule. They might just end up with one, but either way, it doesn't matter. They're not going to the playoffs if nobody else loses more than yeah. once. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they have one more loss on their on their schedule coming. Just one, but it's coming. Um, so you think it's going to be more than one? I'm, I'm trying to see if they play USC or not. If they they play do play USC. USC. Okay, they, that might be an L. They might be. We'll see. That might be one of my Ls, but it's only going to be one more. They don't play anybody that's going to be good enough. Exactly. They don't so, have a um, – So, I guess maybe the surprise of the night was Alabama, Texas A&M. Uh, so, you know, my wife is, a, is an Alabama fan, so I, for the first time in a long time, 
watched the full Alabama game. I yeah. didn't watch the full championship game last year because of what was going on. So right. it's the first time in a while I watched the full Alabama game. And I think I texted the game like, yo, you can we can run the ball in Alabama. Mm-hmm. That was the very first thing. Um, the second thing was, listen, man, this quarterback is not Mac Jones, and I didn't think Mac Jones was that good. Me neither. Me neither. This quarterback is not Mac Jones, for one. Um, for two, yeah, J-Mo is nasty. He's, I mean, he's fast. fast. He's fast. I mean, listen, he's got some strength to it. He ran through a couple of tackles, and, like, he's got – like, he's the heart and soul of that wide receiver room. Uh, somebody Joe said Mac- he's the best, best receiver in the whole SEC on Twitter. Somebody said that. I'm like, wow. Well, it's, I don't know who else is in the SEC, though. That's the thing. Me either. They don't really have a bunch of stand that, that could receivers. be very – that could be true. It could be true. Um, and then if you look at Joe Mechie, I think it's his name. He got mm-hmm. a couple drops. Still fast, but he had a couple drops. This is not the same Alabama core that it was before. Nope. I do remember having this conversation with you before, and I was like, listen. I know Alabama is always Alabama, but Bill O'Brien is still their offensive coordinator. And he <laughs> that man is not Steve Sarkeesian. That man's not, not even close. Lane Kiffin. Not He's even Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin is low-key smart at uh, you know running offense, but Bill O'Brien is nowhere close to that. They threw the ball three straight times in the red zone when Texas AM was dead dog tired mm-hmm. and couldn't stop Brian Robinson from getting five, six yards a pop. I know Nick That's Saban dumb. had That's to be dumb. pulling his hair out. Usually the offensive coordinator is next on the field with him. Right. You, the last few years, you look mm-hmm. at it so he can chew him out. I don't know if Nick Saban had to change a heart or what. But with Bill O'Brien being up in the booth, I don't think he feel that same pressure that, that Nick Saban used to put on these dudes. I mean, because I'm sure you could just feel Nick Saban's presence. Oh, yeah. Coach he, he's probably team. always angry, even if they're winning. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that being said, did you get to watch any of that game? Yes, I started watching. I watched the first quarter. Then I uh, watched, was watching some of the Buckeye game from, er- from earlier in the day. Then I fell asleep. And then I woke up. It turned back on a game. It was the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, A&M is winning. Like, they're about to win this game for real. So I, I seen those last uh, about three possessions of A&M's game. That little quarterback they had, it was clutch, man. He was clutch. On, on the pretty throw he had for a touchdown. He yeah. got injured. I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Right. Because he's he's already the backup quarterback. Yep. So every time I had to get a walk-on, you see the walk-on warming up, I was like, it's a wrap. <laughs> They're going to get killed the rest of this game. This dude don't want to be in this game whatsoever. No. He's warming up like, God, I hope he's ready. Yeah, please go back in the game. <laughs> Man, what? I said, it's not about to happen. Um, Jordan oh, Battles. Then that field goal to win the game. Like, so, cooked back in. I was like, yeah. oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's crazy. I felt like the last few years, Alabama has one of these every other year mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, it comes down to field goal or something like that. And they always get lucky. I remember yep. they were playing against Auburn one year. Exactly. And somebody thing. blocks the field goal. Yes. They're playing against somebody else and they just missed it. It was just like been little things. Ole Miss, they had the same similar situation. Like mm-hmm. it's always something with them. They finally get, they always get lucky. But finally, Football God said no, not the other time. way. I can literally I was happy. back in. I'm like, what? oh my god, he wanted to miss that. That was crazy. <laughs> he did. So, but yeah, man. Um, is uh Alabama gonna beat Georgia? Man. Um, honestly, I think Georgia is fool's go to. I'm not even going. Whoa. Yeah. Cause you know why? Clemson sucks. 
we gave Georgia all this clout for being Clemson, but Clemson is a trash. And then after that, speechless. after that, they played UAB, Vanderbilt, um, Arkansas. Arkansas is decent. That's a good, but Arkansas scored on them a little bit. They were trying to keep pace a little bit. It kind of fell apart at the end. But I think Alabama wins that game because I think they'll be able to score more than Georgia. Georgia can't really wow. – their offense, to me, still is not what it, a good offense. So you trust Bill O'Brien against Georgia's defense? I trust – Jamison Williams over whatever Georgia is going to do on offense that day. Wow. Jamison Williams scores three times by Alabama. Did you see that Alabama could not pick up the pressures? Yeah. Well, AM has a ridiculous line. Like I think almost all the guys are going to be in the NFL on the on that line. It's crazy. They do, but the blitz schemes that, that Texas AM was doing mm-hmm. was killing Alabama. You tell me you don't think Georgia's gonna be able to listen. I think Nick Saban is not going to let that happen again, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, if that happens well, – never mind. We'll talk about that towards the end. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, Alabama, Texas ain't now. You, you hate to see it, but you love to see it. Oh, I, I love, love to I, see I, it. I hate when we did it. I loved it all. Love <laughs> to see it. Love to see it. Let's move on to Nebraska and Michigan. So, I was doing dual screen. I had uh, this mm-hmm. game up on the computer at the time. Um, and Nebraska hung tight with again in the second half. I don't know what's up with Michigan, but they are not a second-half team, at least as of yet. Uh, any thoughts on that game? Nebraska, they're better than um, that first game they showed. Their defensive line was performing yeah. well, very and, well. And if Martinez wasn't so up and down, they would have won oh that Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But <laughs> the funniest thing about that game was after Michigan barely hung on to one to win the game, Jim Harbaugh running I off the field that. and the lady asking for an I interview. He's like, no. I'm like, this guy is an idiot, bro. I saw that, man. I saw that. <laughs> but in saying that, does Michigan have components that can beat Ohio State? And here, here's, again, you know, listen to the beat writers this morning. They were talking about Michigan may have a, a similar recipe to what Minnesota is doing. Michigan can run the ball, and they're better than Minnesota on defense. Right. So does that give them a solid chance to beat Not us? Not a lot better, though, but they're better. Does that give them a solid chance to beat us? I like Dax Hill in the secondary. Yeah. I like him a lot. He's a five-star guy. Yep. But we see what um, I did in Minnesota once uh, C.A. Stroud settled down in, in, in the second half. I don't think they have the athletes to touch Ohio State right now. They look like a, um, a second-class tier team in the Big Ten. Okay, compared to Ohio State, I don't think it's it's, it's a nice story right now. It's, you know, they're undefeated, all that, but I don't think they have the horses to go to so Ohio State. Does Michigan win out? Are they undefeated by the time we play? Um, no. Who you see them losing to? They'll have lost to Penn State before okay. we, we play them. Okay, so they're gonna take care of business against Michigan well, State. Well, yeah, Michigan State. I don't. Oh, yes, that's gonna be a tight game. It's gonna be real tight because Michigan. State, I love the running back and um their their receiver on Saturday just went off for like two hundred something plus yards. Jalen Naylor. So they have a good receiver, one receiver I know, and one good, real good running back who should be in a Heisman uh, uh, race. But the quarterback Peyton Thorne, he's okay. He's he's okay. So I think that'll be a close game in Michigan versus Michigan State, but I think uh, Michigan will pull it out because their run game and defense is good enough to beat Michigan State. 
But I think it depends for Michigan when they go up against Penn State and if Sean Clifford is healthy or not. If Sean Clifford if Clifford's out, then Michigan might win that game. But if Clifford's in there, the Penn State should win. All right, man. Well, you already brought it up. The game of the week. Let's go to a Penn State. Penn State in Iowa. In Iowa. And it was in, in Iowa. Right. So um I watched most of this game till mm-hmm. the third quarter. Um, so Penn State was handling Iowa. Like it was not even with two interceptions in the first quarter. Right. That was the shocking part. Penn State was still dominating. I mean, they were they run their offense, everything was clicking, and then Clifford goes out, which I don't know what the injury was, but mm-hmm. that backup quarter just couldn't handle the, the crowd noise, none of that. So all that being said, um, what are your thoughts on Iowa first and then Penn State? Iowa, man, they're lucky they're in the West. Mm. They are lucky they're in the West because if they're in the East, they would they might have two losses. They might lose to Michigan this year. Yeah. And they will definitely lose to Ohio State, I, w- I would believe. But definitely, wow, they got lucky. Oh, my, I don't say lucky, it was a good design play, but they were fortunate enough to to where Penn State got lost on that play with the, the deep crossers, yeah, and, and, and the tight end got wide open back there, yeah. So they were fortunate that Penn State lost the man on that play, but other than that, they off offense is nothing for yeah. Iowa, yeah. Um, Penn, go ahead, I'm gonna say Penn State, yeah, and in Penn State, um. They, they're gonna need Clifford going forward. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure if um if what's his name? Franklin has a uh, developed Roberson yet to be able to lead the team the rest of the way. So they need Clifford to get in there. Oh, they did lose the guy. That's why Roberson went in. Not that makes sense. I think what's his name? Will Lutz. He transferred once he saw that um Clifford was gonna win it this year. So uh that makes a lot of sense now why Roberson didn't look as good because he probably didn't get no reps in, in fall camp. So Penn State, they're going to need Clifford going forward. They really definitely are. What I I was, I get so frustrated. Like, of course, obviously, I'm not a culture coordinator of football, but Sean Clifford kills teams with his legs, and I don't understand. He's not fast. Even last year, no. (laughs) But every single year he does it, and I'm watching versus Iowa slicing them up, and I'm like, what are we talking about here? This is Sean Clifford. Like, yeah, he yeah. has command of the offense because he knows it because he's been there exactly. for 12 years. Yep. But come on, man. And he's a local kid from Cincinnati. Right. I get it. But still, I, I don't understand how teams continue to let this happen. Um, but like I said on Saturday, the way we are looking at progressing, I'm not worried about Penn State. Nope. I'm not worried about Iowa. There's really nobody in the Big Ten that worries me as long as we have solid weather. If we don't have precipitation, I am really not too worried. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I mean, don't that's not me saying we're gonna blow out teams right. like our you know on the top, but as far as really having a chance to beat us, I don't know if there's any team that comes close with within seven. I mean, maybe maybe seven, but not six, not five, not four. Mm-hmm. We beat teams by at least seven points. No other team in the Big Ten has the horses, man, at all. They don't. Yeah, they yeah. really don't. They'll be able to score on our defense, even though our defense will be improved. But they can't but keep up. can't keep up. So if you're a Michigan, if you're a Penn State, or if you're an Iowa, your bread and butter is simply going to be to, hey, let's try to control this clock like Minnesota did a little bit. Yep. Keep their offense at bay. That's really going to be your best luck. So I don't know, man. Um, we'll see. 
Uh, that being said, we got the bye week coming up, so we can't lose. That's a good thing. Um, rest. Get some rest. Uh, so who's your playoffs right now? Mm. After this week, uh, I mean, for this this week right now, is you got to say Georgia. Oh, man. Tough. You got to say UC because they're so undefeated. Don't, I mean, absolutely. You got to say my UC Bearcats. And I guess Oklahoma, even though they don't, they don't deserve it to me. They don't deserve it. They look, they've looked like they want to lose every game they played. They, they, they should, they should have lost to Nebraska. They should have lost to West Virginia. They lost to yeah. Texas. Yeah. The first game of the year, two lanes you lost. I'm like, that's like you playing with fire. You want to lose. Yep. So to me, they don't deserve it, but they're in there because they're undefeated. And then, so I'll put four Ohio State above Oregon. Because Oregon didn't play, and I'll say did. So as of today, October 11th, I go uh, Georgia, I go Iowa, I go UC, and I go Oklahoma. But that's as of today, October 11th. Right, because of where we're at. Yeah. So we'll see, man. The playoff picture is going to, you know, get itself together. We got to figure out what we're going to do for Wednesday, but that wraps up the show oh, today. I saw um, they, they announced this morning was – um. Indiana games at night. Seven oh, is it? Yeah. Interesting. But it's on I the actually road thought again. about going to that game. Right. I actually it's thought about going to that game, but I'm not sure how the weather going to be. Never know. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a little crisp next week. A little bit crispy. Yeah. And I ain't trying to go there and be cold. Just to right. be cold. <laughs> so, oh, man. I looked at hotels, man. A Holiday Inn is trying to charge $700 for that. I said, you got to oh, be, oh, be kidding me, bro. We're not doing come that. To town. Yeah, come man. To town. I looked on Airbnb and they had some Airbnbs going for eighteen hundred a night. Like what? y'all, y'all really just trying to get over. So yep. yeah, yeah. So we'll do something different for Wednesday coming up. Um, but yeah, man, maybe we do a recruiting show or something like that. Focus oh, yeah, on that. We're, yeah, we're going in the stretch right now. Going yeah, the stretch. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, man, that's it for the Buckeye Boom podcast, man. We'll we'll see you next week. Yes, sir.